Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, dudes, dudettes, nihilists, strumpets, to the first ever um, Dudas Papers podcast, the inaugural episode. Um, I think we it's safe to say it was a, it's probably been a bad week to start a podcast, but you know, it, it, we're getting through. Um, I'm exhausted mentally and physically it's 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 7 30 a.m um i've been up till f- since 4 45 a.m this isn't all based around the podcast it's uh various other external factors lots of ins lots of outs um but you know we're gonna stay positive it's it's a new day got to see my nephew the other night that was fun um for a little mother's day dinner uh the guy's uh, a certified terrible two-year-old little hellion but I enjoy that. I appreciate that. I'll, uh, you know, when everybody was uh, up in arms about the kid when he was six months old and around there, newborn, whatever, you know, it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't really a mo- time of appeal for me. Um, I don't see any real uh, great utility to the ones of, of kids of that age. But, you know, now he's kind of grabbing me by the finger, pulling me around. Um Finding a little adventures where you just don't, you, you don't see him as a, an adult, and that's neat, I, you know, he's starting to get into a little trouble, and, and I enjoy that, you know, it makes me feel young and alive, but we have a great show for you today, um, I interviewed uh, James and Svet from the band uh, Same Sex Mary, it's a great interview, um, they're awesome to talk to, uh, you'll find that I know very little about Bulgaria or um, geography in general. Um, anything east of uh, Denver, I, I don't have a very strong interest in. Um, otherwise, they 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 uh, they're good conversationalists. They're they're good people to sit down to. I'm really excited that this is that that they were able to take part in the inaugural episode and. Um, as I said, I'm I'm a little burnt out, but you know, let's keep it positive. Uh, um, one of the things uh, people around town are still talking about is that that fight, that fight, the Manny Pacquiao and uh, Floyd Mayweather, um, and how much of a letdown it was. They're, they're kind of all bummed, and and with the weeks going into it, you know, there was there was a lot of hype, there was a lot of excitement, um, and me on the other hand, I kind of took this. Uh, geeky snob stance of you know how could people be so excited about something so barbaric blah 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 you know I I don't want to take part in this blah 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 you know and then uh a few days into it we got a my wife and I we got a few invites to uh, various uh fight parties and you know it's it's better than sitting at home not watching the fight that everybody's gonna talk about on Monday and um we actually had a really great time that night, uh, just hanging out with people, meeting new people, and you know I'm kind of a, a glutton for nostalgia, but you know that night really um it really brought me back. It really reminded me of a time when uh it seemed like Vegas was a smaller place uh and it was um and you know a big fight here really brought the town together. You know when I was born, I lived in a my family lived in a house uh, behind Nevada Power. That was Sahara and Jones. There was nothing west of Rainbow at that time. 
now we live off of um, Blue Diamond and Durango, which, as you know, it's it's not that much further west, but it is way south. And, you know, anytime anymore I have to go north of the 215, it feels out of my way. It feels like a bit of an inconvenience anymore. Like, I don't even feel like a Las Vegan. I feel kind of like a, a yokel out in the boondocks that doesn't want to be bothered. But when I was a kid, you know, I definitely felt like I was part of Vegas, and I was very proud to be a part of Vegas. I knew we lived in this cool, unique place. And people like Mike Tyson and Jerry Tarkanian, who we just lost, those were the men in this town. Those were the guys. And when a Mike Tyson fight happened, it felt like the eyes of the world were on us, and we were, we were the coolest town there was. You know, and so... So it was really nice to to be able to revisit some of those feelings with the the Mayweather Pacquiao fight, you know, regardless of of how uneventful it might have been. But back to today's episode. So I had the opportunity to interview uh James and Svet from Same Sex Mary. I I had the excuse to drive out to Boulder City, which is is just a beautiful small town. That is kind of the other side of the coin where it's kind of nice to get away from the slot machines. It's the only area in, in Nevada where gaming's illegal. It's pretty much all just two-story buildings and, and, and unique, quirky people. But, you know, we'll let uh, James and, and Svet kind of tell you more about that, tell you about the block party they're having this weekend. So let's go to that. Talk about this on the podcast. Pepperoni and salami. Is that pepperoni has an artificial casing and salami? Why don't you save this for the podcast? Well, I'm recording, so. So what? So, say it again. Well, according to Wikipedia, it was that uh, salami has a natural casing like gut, and then pepperoni has uh, an artificial casing. Hmm. Artificial. Hmm. Which, like, it, like the natural casings, like the stomach intestines, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know which one's worse on that. <laughs> yeah, funky. Um, I think you want the natural casing, right? I don't know. Get all that flavor. Because it feels like the food's kind of going through you, and it's kind of on the way to becoming poo. It might be like partially poo by then. So I don't like. <laughs> I don't know gut man cheap gut yeah. I don't know what they use what type of gut they use for the sausage but they use sheep gut for strings yeah huh. so uh, t- uh tell me about that uh was it a play the other day oh yeah uh we went to cockroach theater um there at, like in the arts factory mm-hmm. um right around there at least uh and it's uh yeah, it's this play called Mr. Burns. Our buddy Brian Todd's in it, and it was... It was so good. Yeah, it was excellent. Really good. That's not that Simpsons thing, is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It, it's like a Simpsons trivia thing or something? No, no. It's it's like a play. Basically, the idea, without like giving it all away, basically the idea is there's a, a big... It's like post-apocalypse, right? Mm-hmm. That's a scenario-ish. And uh, basically, they no longer have you know TV, so people that entertain themselves are reciting... You know Simpsons. Yeah. What you know, what like, brings everyone closer? That I mean, everyone knows Simpsons. You know, it's like 
And they don't have, you know, they're all just like recalling episodes of The Simpsons, at and, least in the beginning. Yeah, and so but, then as time as time goes on, you know, then it's kind of this. Well, let, yeah, let's not. Uh, tale of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> tell them. It's, like, it's like telephone, you know? It's like yeah. telephone only yeah. with The Simpsons. That's great. Gotcha. Uh, so, James, are you really from Zizix? No. The important question. No, no. I'm, Do I'm you say not. that you're from Zizix on oh, Facebook or yeah, something? Yeah. yeah. He also says he's a girl on Facebook. Yeah. Oh. And that he's my mother. Yeah. My mother didn't like that so much. Oh. Did I put that I was your mother? Yeah. Am I still your mother? I think so. And we're in like some weird relationship status too, I'm sure. Uh, I Yeah, I think... Uh, <laughs> a domestic partnership. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I also like things that I don't like, uh, which kind of messes up my feed. But I don't. I don't know. I don't like. He the wants man. to throw throw the scent off him. Yeah, I don't the... want to know too much about me. Yeah, like in terms of likes, you really can't judge people because. I mean, you'll like your friend's band, not because you like actually like her band. But. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I liked you guys last yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And I like your band. Yeah. <laughs> um, Throwing them off the I also invited you to like us. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of pressure. Yeah, to you had so. to. But I, 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 I bought the record. I was so proud of myself. Like, um, so yeah, Because I've never been to one of your guys' shows. Um, like, you know, Brian's like a serial band member. He's in like every single band. So mm -hmm. like by the time he got into your guy's band, you know, he's like, hey, you want to go see my new band? No. And <laughs> went like every single day. Um, but yeah, so I guess, uh, do you guys want to talk about your band? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, I'll tell you anything you want to know. Or you can talk about, uh, I guess the block party, I guess, is the big oh, thing yeah. coming up, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's kind of very much like all i can think about for like two months before the block party it's in it's on uh, may 16th is this this is coming out before that maybe, maybe? Yeah, yeah yeah okay like to do that <laughs> <laughs> we'll see <laughs> um but yeah so it's uh it's gonna be the fourth fourth one it's the dillinger block party down boulder city we basically shut down um like a block or two downtown Boulder City in front of the, it's like right in front of the Dillinger and the Boulder Theater, if you know where that area is. Um, there's a, we have a big stage with professional sound and lighting and um, there's like, I think eight bands this year. And um, yeah, there's a beer garden, there's like kids stuff, there's like a bounce castle and like vendors and, you know, it's just like a big, nice Boulder City party. You guys should have like adult bounce. I, I, yeah, I want adult to, bounce, that's exactly, yeah. yeah, like adult bounce hour, like, <laughs> every, every year, like, I, it's, I just have never had time to go and, to go in the bounce house, and I, I definitely, like, I, I, I thought about that, like, adult hour, like, when it gets dark, and, like, mm -hmm. there's not a bunch of kids around, and, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah, know, that sounds kind of nice risque, but, yeah, <laughs> actually, I had my first kiss in a bounce house. Oh, was weird. not a yeah it's really weird <laughs> i was 25 you were seven <laughs> yeah uh one thing not... we weren't gonna talk about yeah. <laughs> whoops sorry sorry <laughs> let's see what, how long that take i think we're five minutes into the first podcast <laughs> already pedophile's been talking about <laughs> but uh, yeah so uh, uh so um, I'm kind of basically getting, so 
you work at the Dillinger or? Yeah, I, I do. I'm, I guess I, I've come up with the fancy title entertainment director for myself. I, oh, wow. Well, I, I do all the promotion, booking, social media, graphic design, kind of like marketing stuff. And I don't know what to call myself, but yeah. mostly like I, um, there's live music there. Um, usually just Friday, Saturday, sometimes, you know, three to four nights a week. But, um, so I, I just do all the programming for that and social media and stuff. And do, do they pay you just on that or do you have to like serve beers too? Or Well, I use, right now it's what it's all, I'm, I'm only doing that, but I used, I mean, up until like a couple of months ago, I was bart or uh, server and bartender sometimes. So like, um, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore right now, but that's cool. Yeah. And then, and you work at Milo's or? Um, I host like a songwriter night there. Okay. Um, so it used to be every Thursday, but it's just it was just kind of getting to be a little bit much. So I do every last Thursday now. Um, okay. Where I host like a, a songwriter evening. I bring in a, a songwriter. It's all like original music um, down there and just kind of like a, it's like a storyteller. That's what I call it. I call it a storyteller night, but with acoustic guitars. Yeah, it's down in the cellar. Um, well, it's kind of the cellar. I mean, it is a cellar, but... So it's kind of like pretty quiet, you know, people are actually there listening to the music. It's not a bunch of drunk people like hanging out and not listening. So it's like, you know, it's a very intimate sort of. Yeah, you don't have to play over people, which is always a problem when you're doing like a solo thing. And you're in a loud bar where everybody's drinking and you can't get a get a word out or you don't know if they're listening. And so is that the old Mateo's or is that a totally different place? No, no. Mateo's is under the, the hotel. Yeah. Um, and that, uh, they call it the spillway now. It just goes unused. Oh, bummer. Yeah. The s- yeah. story The story I hear. Uh, Ooh, are you going to? Yeah, I'm going to dish some, some dirt on, on the Ooh, older city. Uh, better be right about it. <laughs> no, the, the, story, the story I hear is that they um, they didn't necessarily like uh, the, the rowdiness that was going on at Mateo's. The, you know, it wasn't the. The clean people doing bunny ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the, pictures. Yeah, they they didn't like the you know it was you know a bunch of kids coming out drinking and it wasn't the, the what the hotel wanted I guess is their image. Yeah. So they kind of plus I you know, I hear the the guy who was running the show is also brothers with the guy who's running the hotel. They were just kind of having personal uh, personality kind of clashes with the the hotel and so they basically raised their rent until they couldn't afford it. Um, and basically ran them out, and then they opened up their own bar, which they tried to to do down there, and it failed. You know, they had to stop it immediately. So, because mm-hmm. you know, Mateo's was something special. You know, like it's very rare that you have a place this far out in Boulder City, and it was like a it was a spot like to go see good shows out here, and it was you know thirty minutes away from Las Vegas. So, I mean, it yeah. was yeah. I mean, like it makes sense. It's it's great for like for us and the music scene but i guess it you know if you think about it from like a, the hotel's perspective it's not really like what i mean boulder it's like a quiet hotel you know like they they want to make sure like yeah, their guests yeah. aren't you know like even even when there's music you know it's it's right by the dillinger you know i'm sure like sometimes like i don't know if you can hear it all in the you know in the guest rooms and i'm sure like Sure there can, can be complaints. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we've, we we filled that hotel during the block pal- block mm-hmm. party, so that's okay, I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They're clearly struggling to stay open, so I think, you know, I maybe they should just get in 
bring it back, better. bring back Mateos. Well, that's that's the sad part is you know you can't just force something you know. Yeah, the the hotel struggling to stay open. Yeah, uh, like they they have this whole uh, there was this whole thing where Svet and I were gonna rent out the room. Do, yeah, do a show. Um, it was gonna be like this kind of party. We just at the time same sex marriage was just the two of us, mm-hmm. so we were gonna do like two bands we were gonna get like actually just, three like was that we were gonna do like, like madcap madcaps vitamin overdose possibly kid meets cougar just like mm-hmm. duo bands like do like a and we talked to them and they were all for it yeah it just needed like a 500 hundred dollar deposit and then they would run a bar bring all that sort of stuff in and then if whatever they if they didn't make that 500 dollars at the bar then we would just uh owe them like they would just keep part of that 500 like whatever didn't get made up at that 500 you know so and then, so we were like, yeah, great. So we started doing it. And then all of a sudden, then they wanted $1,000. And, and then they want us to rent out the two rooms above. And they were just like making it com- like completely impossible for us to even do it. You know, yeah. they were and just then, trying to like. And then the next, like, af- like uh, a couple weeks after that whole thing went down, they had this whole campaign of donate $5 to help keep the. To help keep the the hotel open, and keeping was, the beers coming. Yeah. Keep oh. the hotel yeah. open. Donate five dollars, <laughs> and it's like, dude, we were just about to bring in five hundred dollars in one night, you know, plus anything else that the bar made. Yeah. And they they didn't want to do it, you know. So, is there? Uh, I don't know. I've got my own personal, but that was a long time ago. It's different now. So. Yeah, that sucks. So we've already covered that you're you've kind of been deceptive on your origins. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to set the record straight? Um, like where were you born? I was born in Orange, California. Okay. Uh-huh. He really is from Disneyland, though. We we say <laughs> that we say. I was yeah. I lived uh, like right like you could like I would watch the fireworks and like, you could hear like the whole happenings going on in the in the in the in the park right right around the corner from where I lived. So yeah, I love yeah. that story. How like when you moved moved out to Vegas or Boulder City and. Uh, you know, you were, how old were you? Like nine or something? Yeah, I was like nine, just about to turn 10. Yeah. And then like you, you know, you, the first night you were out there and it's like, wait, where's my fireworks? Yeah. Like I have fireworks every, every, every night, night before I go to bed. There were fi- but fireworks every night before I went to bed until I came here. What a sad, sad, you know. Realization yeah. that I was in the middle of nowhere in some small town, Boulder City, and there's no fireworks. Yeah too bad wait so sorry you so you moved straight f- from here to boulder, boulder city mm-hmm. and uh how wh- when was that uh like 95 95 mm-hmm. okay so you guys w- were were you a res- resident of boulder city before you guys met too then no no um well i'm originally from bulgaria and i moved to las vegas around the same time so it's kind of a different sort of like realization of you know like whoa las vegas is weird i'm you know i'm from bulgaria this is weird so um but yeah i lived in i lived in vegas we met at lva um, okay yeah so cool what were you guys the same year graduating high school then no or? i was 2005 i was 2004 four. i was robbing okay. the cradle i was Freshman in college, going down to get that high school tail, you know. That's nothing wrong with that, yeah. Senior, senior in high school. So did you go? Did you know Mary and Miriam of of uh, Chemical X or mm-hmm. whatever uh-huh. they were? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. We used to play with them a lot. They were really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nick. Uh, Nick Smith, right? Was Nick Chemical Smith? X? Yeah. Yeah. I just saw him real recently. Yeah, he see? was out for the the, the more the yeah mm-hmm. yeah. It was great. It was yeah. good to see him again. Yeah. 
Um, were you guys? So I saw you guys that night, uh-huh. the night of the memorial, and uh, were you guys there for the memorial, or were you guys kind of just in the neighborhood? Well, uh, we we wanted, yeah, we we wanted to, you know, go, you know, show some support. Like we we didn't really know Kirk, but mm-hmm. I just met, I had just met him. Yeah, like oh, I I had booked his I had booked um the retrolights you know earlier this year um, but I didn't like I I probably met him maybe a couple times but yeah I didn't really like personally know him but yeah yeah that also was the whole, that was yeah. the whole scene I mean I mean I wasn't in a band but you know absent minded goldfish don't bounce like you know junior and I sex league all that that whole that was like those were all the shows I was going to as a kid you know so yeah. you know that was kind of it's just I don't know. Just out there to, you know, see friends and. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that was. Yeah, th- there was definitely, like, that era. Mm-hmm. I definitely felt a belonging to, to a group of people more so than any other time in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty awesome. But yeah, I didn't, you know, hung out with Kirk a little bit. He he was great at partying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a master of that. Mm-hmm. So um. But uh. Master partier. Yeah, but enough of the fun stuff. So, uh, Bulgaria, uh, is it cold there? Um, it, it it gets cold. Yeah, I can. I mean, there's different. I mean, it's like I'm from Varna, which is kind of like a resort town. It's it's on the Black Sea coast. Um, yeah. so there, it's a beach town, and there's you know like resorts around it, and um, it's it's I don't know, it's beautiful. Like the whole downtown is just you know. You know beautiful churches and like the architecture and everything and um but it you know yeah it gets cold like and especially like more like there's like a lot of mountains and stuff um but yeah just you know four seasons yeah basically but it's kind of I'm, I'm terrible at like geography but it's kind of like east europe area yeah east, it's okay. it's east like southeastern europe it's okay. um like uh Greece and the European part of Turkey are, you know, to the south, Romania, north of it. Um, so that's kind of where it is. It's right cool. there on the Black Sea. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And then you moved to Vegas. and mm-hmm. So why did you move to Vegas? Or you, you My mom actually won a green card. Won a green card? Yeah. It's like, it's a lottery. It really yeah. is. And especially like, you know, it's, it's, it's the American dream, you know, like everyone wants to move west from, you know. Eastern Europe and you know so um but yeah it's like certain countries have um I think most countries or just countries that have low immigration rate to the states that's how they give out green cards is basically you submit you know an application with passport photo and it's it's almost it's almost like those like sweepstakes like I don't know if you guys ever got those in the mail like or you have the giant the giant check yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, like where you like you would you would need to like take a sticker and put it in a certain spot and then send it out and it was just so like busy work. I, yeah. I we used to get those all the time when I was a kid. So, um, it was fun with the stickers. Yeah. <laughs> but it was kind of like that, like at least what I remember of of it. Like we had to send a piece of paper, a blank piece of paper, glue a picture, a passport photo, like at a certain spot in that paper and then sign a certain spot like mm-hmm. and that's i just remember that because like i would we would once we were out here we would help we would help other people like family and friends um do this whole application process um 
and then so yeah it's this whole application process and then they i guess just pick your name out of a you know a big giant vat of other names or something <laughs> that did did the process correctly and then um so my mom won and you're able to like bring your immediate family uh, i'm an only child so my uh, basically the only family I have on the western hemisphere is my parents right now so oh, wow yeah <laughs> that's weird yeah. yeah and and they live in vegas or mm-hmm. okay that's cool and um sorry i blanked off i'll cut this out later um (laughs) i have like sweet interstitial like seinfeld baseline (laughs) 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 no you have like five questions that like come to your mind and then they kind of like bottleneck as they're coming out of your mouth yeah yeah, yeah. they all get stuck (laughs) (laughs) um uh so we talked about um so you guys just got done with the tour um Mm -hmm. o'brien went out with you guys Mm -hmm. uh He's, it sounded like he had a great time. Yeah, I didn't know it was his first tour for as long as that kid's been been playing music. Yeah, he said it was the first. Was time it he... his first? Yeah. I, oh yeah, I guess I remember yeah. talking to him about it before. He was kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still bummed out. I never did that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like too late. Thing I missed out on. Yeah. Unless you got a kid. I don't have a kid. <laughs> I have a wife. Yeah. But I don't know. Bring her. Bring her. <laughs> <laughs> wife tour. Husband and the wife, wife tour. tour. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that that brings up a good thing. So you guys are a couple. So uh-huh. and you guys have a band. Um, it, it, do you guys write together and like? Yeah. 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 And or like you guys have other members. Is it just the two of you writing, or do does does everybody contribute? Um. For the most part, like, you know, I'd say we're like the primary songwriters. Um, yeah. But uh, definitely everybody, you know, contributes, you know, to the overall sound and tone. And It depends on the, yeah, it depends on the song, too. I mean, I'd say James is most the, you know, the main songwriter. Um, there's a lot of songs we both write. There's songs that we, like, have, you know, jammed with the band and then they turn into something and... You know, it just it varies. Um, it's it's exciting to be you know working with 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 new people now. Like we're we we have um, we actually have like three new songs that we've been working on that we're gonna play at the block party um, debut at the block party with Ooh, you know exclusive. so with the band. So that's gonna be fun. Um, uh, so yeah, and it's you know we're playing you know just playing with different people. You know, it's you know help helping like you know change the sound and um so yeah yeah so like as a couple i mean it's kind of messed up but if if you guys happen to dissolve would you would you guys go the kid meets cougar route or would do you think the band would in turn dissolve or um you know we've 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 had the discussion um i guess we've we've put so much like uh like just so much work into it that it would be it's, a real yeah, shame. Yeah, it is our lives it'd basically. It'd be a real shame to lose it, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it would definitely be hard to just go from I mean, we've been together 10 years and so to go from that to just being business partners, from being like romantic yeah. partners, I just see that 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 change not being uh at least immediately just keep going like, oh yeah, we're all, you know, everything's hunky-dory. It's most likely things would things would change and it might be be a little bit of, of time but with all the work and effort we've put into this hopefully it's you know that wouldn't be the end but yeah 
the very least, it's kind of like a resume for the next project, I guess you could say. Well, I look, I look at like, like our albums as babies. Like we have, yeah, stick, we have, stick it, we have, we have two kids. babies. Yeah, the whole reason we're still together is, you know, sticking it to the kids, to, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> Work out joint custody for the master tapes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she gets them on weekends yeah. and stuff. Or, or you would probably get them on, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> How it works. I'll let you talk to the lawyer. Yeah. Get back to me. Um, also, you guys have some uh, pretty good, interesting promoting campaigns, I've noticed. Uh, one was, uh, I, I peed on you guys. Um, was that at, at uh can't remember one bar because it oh <laughs> like what <laughs> oh yeah yeah i was putting the uh, stickers oh in god the urinals. well yeah. it was well, like i think for the record it, the the urinal was like pretty brand new yeah at this bar so like and then they don't always <laughs> stick unfortunately yeah it was it was it, it, it was the bunkhouse that yeah was the one i yeah that yeah was the, i peed on you guys uh-huh. <laughs> um so yeah did did, did any like manager or promoter said hey you guys don't do that anymore. Or... I know. I think they were all for it. Because <laughs> it disappeared. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it just kind of came off. and or It like probably somebody... just got disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it brought, like, probably health department was like, ugh. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I'm not sure what happened to it, but... Uh, I don't know why the health department would be... Do they check the bathrooms? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the, the piss department. Comes in and... Uh, no, I just thought it was really funny. The funny thing was, is I had so many friends who were like, they thought somebody else had did it and they thought it was <laughs> fucked up. And yeah. so I was like, no, I, I did it because I thought it was funny. It was like a bullseye kind of yeah. kind of target and you're looking at it the whole yeah. time. What was it? At, at, um, <laughs> Book and Bowl where they have the, the little uh, the flies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's... T- to create less splashback because yeah. it's at the angle. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so yeah. yeah you, you... See, I, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have anything like that so in you our toilet. So off to the side. Because <laughs> <laughs> that sticker was direct. You should have mm-hmm. put it off to the side and yeah. But that was ultimate splashback zone for us. <laughs> yeah. Pee on us and you'll get peed on. Pee on, yeah. on us, we'll pee on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're a jerky thing man yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you did it that wasn't the only urinal you did it on I a few did it other at a urinals? couple i did it at the the beauty bar um that that, it was right when they got their new bathroom oh yeah yeah uh, that's, that's okay then yeah they a I new guess. bathroom yeah they got a new bathroom finally awesome like they don't have a hair. curtain do you remember when it was just a hole in the ground that they had for a toilet? It had I a don't curtain remember that. and a hole in the ground, and there was some dude needing to crap in it. It was crazy. <laughs> that was in the men's room? Yeah. Oh, God. And then there was the one time, it was a Ty Siegel show, and they had the men's restroom closed because they were renovating. They were getting the oh. new bathroom. Oh, in. God. And it was all just the girls' bathroom. The girls' bathroom was horrible there, yeah. always, like. Never. They just had a sign. It just said, "Be respectful." <laughs> <laughs> I know. I hated when they had like a bathroom attendant at at the beauty bar, and, and like, it was always the guy. It was always the guy's bathroom for some reason. Like yeah. the girls' bathroom would not actually. The first, we were just we just played a show there, just the two of us, uh, like a couple of days ago, and they actually had a, a girls' bathroom attendant there, which I've never seen in the history of beauty bar. Like maybe I just haven't been there when that's been there, but it's always just a a guy in the guy's bathroom i actually yeah. had a really good time the other night at, at beauty bar it was it's my first time since i've been back since they've they've kind of cleaned up house it sounds like and gotten uh new promoters and new you know people behind the bar and everything and yeah i actually really enjoyed it yeah it wasn't bad everyone was really nice and I yeah think... the sound guy helped us carry our gear yeah oh, who, really the, cool. who the hell does that yeah that's cool <laughs> yeah so i'll definitely uh try and give that give that place another shot it had kind of 
I really hate. I really hated that place for a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at first it seemed like it was the only bar there, and it was awesome. Yeah. Like when I first went to the to uh, the. Oh, BBR. they had so many. They had the yeah. cursive would play there, and Mario. Yeah. Well, they also Bronx have and... the name, and like, and, and that's that was it was kind of a shame, like for a while. I mean, not a shame, but like, like everyone, everyone would just like, all the promoter or the the booking agents like okay beauty bar beauty bar you know because that's like the name because that's where everyone's played but it you know it kind of really sucked to play there yeah. so like i'd have friends like book show there and tell me like hey i gotta show at the beauty bar you guys want to play or it's like ooh, why why didn't you just ask me before like why didn't you just ask me before yeah but, yeah i mean they they're lucky they have a name so i think they just get everyone yeah but yeah i'm, I'm glad i'm just glad that there's hopefully this like you know that it keeps that it's good, you know, that the, the new staff kind of, you know, just keeps it up. They just didn't seem disillusioned. I think that was kind of a little bit of the problem with the old staff. Like, I was friends with all of them, you know, like, yeah. you'd go in there and you like them all, but at the same time, they'd been working at this beauty bar that was like, it just, it looked like it was falling apart inside, basically. Yeah. And these people just seemed like they were just kind of upset and it was just like another shitty job for them. And, you know, so it's, you know, sad, sure, to see some people go, but... It's good, like, you know, that place needed a, a big facelift, basically, you know, it was just... And who knows if it's gotten that, but, like, from our show, it was, it was good. Yeah, yeah. It, was, awesome. it was happy, yeah. Nobody, I, you know, there's all these people who, like, it's a, like, there's, like, this idea that people want places to fail, you know, yeah. like, like, oh, you know, like, fuck the bunkhouse, you know, like, we love the old bunkhouse kind of a thing, and it's like, really, like... I know the old. If you love the was, old bunkhouse, then you should really love try and create one. what yeah. you know what it was, or help. And um, and that's you know that's part of being a part of the scene is like. Yeah, I like you want we want we like not only do we want these places to succeed, like we need places like these to succeed because there's there's so few places to play, you know, mm-hmm. and like some of the some of the places I love playing aren't really even the best for like sound wise, and so that that really hurts too, you know, like. I love the artifice. It's not the best, you know, for sound, but they treat mm-hmm. us right. And, you know, and so that, like, makes it makes a whole point. But, you know, wouldn't it be great if there were so many, like, great stages and great places to play in Vegas, you know, on our level, you know? like Yeah. You know, it just... hope, And it seems like that's hopefully building, and I'd like to see it continue to grow, so... Yeah. And when Jazzle was playing, um, one thing it felt like different than now, like, now it feels like it's all centralized downtown. It felt like there was more places to play on the east side, west side, uh-huh. kind of get around more. Well, and more all-ages venues. There's, like, yeah. no all-ages venues. There's nothing, yeah. Remember Smoothie King? Oh, I love Smoothie King. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I, I miss that guy. I remember they had, like, two stages. Like, they did, like, some big show, and I felt like they had two stages out there I think the they did. Time. They, they had, like, I think Pulsar had, like, probably put something on like that. Yeah. Because, like, man, Pulsar, he's somebody oh, yeah. who's been... Uh, He's been working hard in the scene since... Been around forever. Yeah, yeah I remember I him high school, for, you know? yeah. from all the hardcore shows back in the day. He's always around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of have, like, an envy of, of some of those people. You know, I kind of just had to give quit up at some point. Yeah, <laughs> give up the dream. Um, to live the dream. To, <laughs> 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 to wake up early and have 10 o'clock be my peak hour, yeah, yeah. you know? Right, yeah. That's living right yeah, there. Yeah, for the record, he told he told me, or Jason told me, like, when we were trying to figure out what time to, to do this, he's like, I'm at my, what did you, what did you peak say? Performance? Peak performance. Peak uh, performance. Between 10... 10 and, and noon. <laughs> 10 a.m. and noon, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a very short and specific time yeah. frame to, and that isn't, we're still sleeping, so. 
after noon, you can't get anything out of me. Call my call my employer. Well, we went for noon, but it's probably like two by now. I'm still trooping. I'm still chugging. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I I I regret not ever being able to do was I I had a curse with playing the beauty bar. I never actually got to play the beauty bar with a band, and and I had uh, gigs booked twice, and both of them like just ended up in disaster. One time. Uh, we were in red light and we were opening for Rooney. You know, yeah. when Rooney was pretty relevant, it yeah. was a pretty good yeah. gig. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, and uh, our manager got in a fight with their manager over crap, and and our manager was like, "Okay, we're leaving." And we got, we we're all sad. Yeah. It was a bummer. <laughs> he tried to do the same thing. The same thing almost happened when we played with We Are Scientists, and we're like just begging, "Please, can we stay?" Oh God. And um sounds like a shitty manager. <laughs> 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 Your words not mine. Yeah. Um <laughs> And it was kind of awkward cuz like beforehand like I think we're the lead singer was a Robert Carlyle. I think Ian and I were talking to him like beforehand. And that dude's like he's from the what was it the the Godfather lineage, you know, the uh Coppola lineage. Mm-hmm. So it's like dude, this is insane. And they're like, oh, no, we're going to be dicks. We're going to leave. Like, that was sad. And then Jazzle had a, a date booked at, at Beauty Bar. And Brian and I got in a big fight. And that was, and Jazzle, and we broke up. And, and Jazzle, that was the end of Jazzle. Wow. So wow. that was weird. Because Brian and I got into an argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys made up. Yeah. Yeah, got over that. Well, you know, he's being an ass. So. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but like Brian always is, huh? Yeah. What I an mean, ass. You guys would know. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of a prima donna. Assy McGee. No. That's what I call him. No. <laughs> yeah, he just moved out of our house um, about six months ago. Have you guys seen his new place or no. anything? Yeah. I I went um, during a B-Master practice yeah. one time. Yeah. Yeah. That album's great. I'm actually... Yeah, it's so good. So good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... I wanted to get out on the road on that and tour on that, man. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, um, I'm I'm starting my own booking agency, um, mm-hmm. and B Master is pretty much like my first like clients. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm helping them book shows and stuff, and then I'm also like helping Shana Rain and the Part Time Models um, book a tour right now. They're going out in June they're releasing an album too like everyone's releasing an album like yeah. in the next two months yeah. <laughs> which is awesome yeah well brian's saying that like you know you're saying how now as the economy is coming back people who are really in, into it for the long run are like okay we, we got to get it back out there we gotta you know do it so that's really neat to see mm-hmm. um but as you guys said i wish there were more new bands more younger people playing music yeah i mean part i think like i feel part of the problem is that uh, like we were saying earlier, there's no real all ages venue here in town. Yeah, and that's why it's it's it it gets us it, it separates us us the over 21 year olds from the kids, you know, because like I've got I've got some friends that are you know like there's a good like house show scene and there is a good scene out there like there's some you know but those those bands have nowhere to play and or I mean they have places to play but they're just playing to their friends and stuff there's nowhere like for us to go and see them and drink like there's a show that I'm I'm helping out with and the the venue is is like 
was you were able to buy drinks but now you can't and i don't know how i'm gonna get anyone any of my friends there to go to a place to see a show where they can't drink so mm-hmm. it's i don't know there needs there needs to be something because like those crowds aren't aren't mi- mixing you know those yeah and also like venues don't let i mean don't let um underage bands play at you know 21 over venues but i think there's a law that says you can play like the bands can play as long as just while they're playing and then they you know hang out outside or something i mean i know i played when i was like 15 or 16 at at like boston at the isn't wasn't that like a yeah what is that place boston yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's like on spring mountain and yeah 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 but also they're the sanctuary yeah, the sanctuary. Yeah, yeah, that was like right around Huntridge, I think. Yeah, like right behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that just, was an awesome venue. I just think that that we need to like I don't know, the, these venues need to. F- I could I could swear there's a law that that's okay, but then there are certain venues that are like, nope, you can't have you know anyone underage at all. I, I don't know, and and that's and that's creating you know the kid the kids don't have you know they can't play at. A, a proper venue yeah um well i think i think it's kind of uh it's like the curse but it's also the the kind of hidden blessing i know for vegas is you go out to some scenes like uh and all the like especially like when you go on tour and mm-hmm. you start to realize after you play a city a couple of times like like they have like their stoner rock scene you know out in you know salt lake city or whatever and that's like yeah. a grip there's like a big grip there that you know and then of course there's the folk you know stuff like which seems to be everywhere which is really nice but you know yeah. then you get out to california you know like especially like the orange county area la scene and that's like it's like that garage rock you know you know kind of you know started up in in the san Francisco bay area and then down in voc and that whole area has got that garage psychedelic you know surf rock thing going on right now but mm-hmm. in Vegas, you know, since the scene is so small, you know, you'll have shows where it'll be it'd be us, you know, you know, I feel like we're kind of like a rock and roll kind of garage band playing yeah. with, you know, Dusty Sunshine, who is like an all like a five piece, you know, all girl, you know, bluegrass kind of, you know, blues band. Mm-hmm. And then we would play in the and then, you know, having Rusty close out the night or something like that. Who's like that indie folk kind of rock thing going on. And it's just like all of these bands that otherwise might not play together if we were all living in Seattle or, or you know, L.A. or something like that. Um, we all get, to, we all have to play together. And we're all, I mean, yeah, it's all like, we're all great friends too. And, and that's, you know, it's not like, nobody is like broken up by a certain scene, you know, like, oh, we're, we're in the psychedelic rock scene and, or whatever. And then we're, you know, not that that's what it is in, in other places, but like, and I guess we're, our Here scene is so small that we don't have, just, just, we would just rather play we're with good all, bands yeah. and not just play with a band that sounds similar hey, I, like to no like one us. no one yeah. here i feel like is 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 trying to sound like a certain sound just because that's the scene you know so yeah. like I, that makes me proud of of vegas cuz people are just you know it's yeah. pretty eclectic yeah uh, i think if you go to a, a good local show here there's a good chance that the bands will be good you know, yeah. um, and not just, I mean, there's obviously there's plenty of places to go see just kind of mediocre bands go, but you know, I think there's, there's just this need for like, well, I'm a good, I'm, I know like we're in a good band and I know that's a good band. So we need to play together regardless because you know, I, you know, 
that's that's what's important, you know, is is getting good musicians, getting good things together. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if they're playing, you know, whatever bluegrass thing they're doing and then having, you know, the electronica kind of rock band or whatever they're doing, you know, just yeah. to get it all together, just to have a good show. And you don't necessarily get that in, in everywhere, you know, where it can just be a totally eclectic, you know, show. And it, you also open up, and that's the crazy thing, though, is you have the same groups of people going to these shows and it's not like they have like this cross of like this whole cross section of like all these fans of this type of music and all these fans of this type of music because the unfortunate part is we just have music fans in this in this scene which is good for us but there's just it's just so small that people you know they have to go out to support it in order for it to stay around and so it's dedicated but it's it's small and that's that makes it hard you know yeah so so is there really a stoner rock scene in Salt Lake City, or did you just kind of put two and two uh, together? No, actually, actually, put, there is. You know, there is. There is. It's pretty. It's pretty good. Um, our yeah. buddies, Max Payne and the Groovies. Uh, yeah. They got that. It's like kind of like, you know, Growlers esque. Dark know, Seas, mm-hmm. Spell Talk. Like there's yeah, it's. It's a um, good scene. There's like blues. There's a. Is it like Psych Lake? They call it or something. I don't know. Um. There's yeah. There's. There's definitely a good... I mean, at least that's the scene we're familiar with. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, all the scenes in Salt Lake City, but we we definitely have a, a very, very good bond with, with that scene. Like, that we scene. help each other out all the time, like, especially, like, um, yeah, like, with booking shows and wherever we're at, you know, like, if we need help in a city, like, we'll hit each other up and be like, hey, you know someone here? And it's, like, it's all, like, a big, net, you know, big, nice network, you know? Yeah. So, uh... So you guys were saying you uh, you guys kind of uh, met through kind of going to LVA. So uh, you were living here already in, in Boulder City, and, and you were in Las Vegas with your parents? Mm-hmm. And so, like, you guys kind of started a band? Um, well, started, no, we didn't no? We didn't start the band till like, after, like, five years of dating. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, the whole reason we kind of started, we had always, I always wanted to start, start a band and i uh i got asked to play in this band called danger boner <laughs> um and that was that's a beauty bar show to talk about actually that was my first show oh ever God. was at beauty yeah, bar that um, was crazy and uh that was like my first rock and roll show i've been like a performer I, I studied cello at lva and so i've been performing since in sixth grade is when i started learning cello so i was used to doing the concerts where you've got like a whole orchestra behind you and all this sort of stuff you do some quartet stuff from here and there but you know getting on a stage and it's like you and your like three friends and rocking out it was like totally you know foreign to me yeah but uh you know that we had there were some difficulties with keeping that band together a lot of personalities clashing you know Mm -hmm. um and uh and so that kind of fell apart a little bit and at the time we were also doing uh dude city um which was essentially like half half a danger boner just kind of it was jack's jack's songs you know kind of more of a punk country kind of a thing cool and uh then there was just time now that i wasn't doing danger boner and dude city was kind of you know on a lull jack was writing songs and so it's like well shit let's let's make our own band I've, you know i've got these songs like let's do it and so the rest was history our first show ever was in denver colorado or was it in flagstaff what same sex mary mm-hmm. flagstaff flagstaff cottage then... house and flagstaff was our first show yeah. <laughs> 
and then and then yeah we just we denver, just played colorado we just say we don't need to play in vegas yeah. we'll just like <laughs> then we played yeah playing denver colorado this place called the lion's lair the, we, i think the first place in 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 the vegas area might have been blue diamond too yeah, <laughs> yeah we were at the, blue... the big oh, barn like, and <laughs> that barn yeah, yeah the big barn That's and, cool. yeah they used to do show, i don't know they probably still do like a big there yeah there was a jam in the barn or whatever jam in the barn yeah. yeah barm did i say barm <laughs> barm you're all like this is a bunch of yokels yeah. i'm gonna go back to boulder city <laughs> <laughs> no yeah I, I i like riding my bike out to that little town that's mm-hmm. pretty cool but, wow uh, that's a well i guess you're close yeah 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 you have a motorcycle so, bike eight, or oh no bicycle road bicycle just gotcha. uh i think it's like eight miles from okay. me oh, that's not bad so it's not too bad yeah i don't do it I got like a flat like a year ago and I gotta replace that. I yeah. had Brian go get me somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, but I mean Boulder City's like really cool. Like as we've kinda covered already, you know, it's got like a totally different atmosphere. It's like you're a different universe when it's you It's like come a blast here. from the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice not to, that they don't have gambling and mm-hmm. like, thank God they had drinking. I guess that's been within the re- recent yeah. like what 20 years um, <laughs> maybe I, I, as far as i 40. know as far as i know they've always been allowed to drink i'm not sure what the laws were um originally because it's all is all based around the um, damn the workers, damn workers and, yeah. you know like the whole reason why they set up boulder city was because they didn't want them living in vegas blowing all their money on gambling and you know whores and all that sort of stuff yeah so they so they set up boulder city boulder city's one of the, like the first like completely pre-planned government uh vegas is actually also one of those first ones where you know it was all planned and and decided how they were going to build it before it was even there it wasn't just something where the city kind of happened and there it just kind of grew it was like decided we're going to here's what the streets are going to be here's what it's going to be and that's what boulder city um also was like and so they just had certain rules they you know at first uh there was uh Oh, what was his what was his name uh emmett um oh. uh he was the first black man to be hired by the city i went to church it was when i moved here there was actually a lot of people still i went to this church called grace community church mm-hmm. and it was the first church it was uh it's a non-denominational church that so was built you know for everybody of you know of any christian uh faith to go there so that they had a, a church to go to uh and one of the people there um Emmett was the uh, was the last name, um, or Lockett. Uh, em- uh, Emmett Lockett uh, was his name. Emery. Mm-hmm. Emery Lockett. That was it. <laughs> I, 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 I knew it came there. Yeah. But he was the first black man that that worked for the city, and he got the job by just applying through mail, and didn't happen to tell them that he was black. And you know, he got there, and he had he was an engineer, and he did, you know, they you know ended up deciding, okay, well, we don't have anybody else now because we had because you know that was a thing, you know, they had like the black neighborhood for the damn workers, you know, which was separate from where all the white, you know, that was back in the, back in those times, you know, in the, in the mm-hmm. um, there's like 39, you know, the, the late thirties. Um, but he also built like the pet cemetery that we have out here. And he's, he was a very important part of the, of the city. So there's just, when I, when I was here, there was still a lot of what they called the 39ers and yeah. all these people who were here when the city was first planned. And when the city became a city who moved out here with their family, and it was just really cool. Like as a kid, I really latched on to having that history, that connection of a of an entire generation of people that all just kind of came from 
because it was during the depression and everything mm-hmm. you know coming out of it and you know everybody came to here. settle in the desert yeah <laughs> it's nutty it's really yeah. it's really nutty and there's a lot of cool history so yeah it's interesting i really like the town it's yeah. like stepping into the past out here that's cool mm-hmm. so sex sex sells um yeah so that's you guys most recent release mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh how long has that been out uh since 2013 well we we had another release yeah xxx yeah it's like a three song ep okay Um, basically it's just like the b-sides that didn't make it out of the first album oh gotcha Um, we can't fit them all on 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 vinyl vinyl. so but yeah we try to have we're we're trying to have a release every year yeah so so that's yeah that was released at the in march 2013 Mm -hmm. and then uh we released the other one in just at the end of 2014, I felt like, towards the end. March 8th. Wait. That was the first release? Yeah, yeah. Then we released the, the, the XXX album, uh, and then we're getting ready to release our next one. Just. It's called The Second Coming. <laughs> <laughs> Is that supposed to have like the whole like sexual oh, yeah. double meaning? To oh, it? yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> My mind just goes there. <laughs> you guys could be Coldplay. I'll be like the second coming. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's cool. So sorry when when did you when are you guys shooting for releasing that? Hopefully at the end of July. End of July. Mid, and yeah, mid July maybe. Do you guys yeah. have much recording down so far? Or are you guys still working out songs? Oh or? no, it's all it's all done. We just we don't have the money to it's all mixed and mastered. to get the CDs and stuff made. So we're trying to figure that out. Right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, how, will it differ much from Sex Cells? I... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot more, a lot more rock and roll. Um, yeah, it's a lot more. Um, like towards the end uh, of the the last lineup, we were starting to like write a lot more songs together, where we were using riffs and ideas that people had, you know, kind of turning those into songs. So uh, there's a lot more of of that you know kind of in that album is it's a lot more of what the band was you know mm-hmm. um Be- what what the band became yeah yeah um and then you know and it's just kind of the way everything kind of well, we yeah we were able to realize a whole lot more like as a as a you know as a five piece than like the first album was just songs we brought to the band you know play this so this is how you play it and, and then, then versus like hey i've got this song here's what it sounds like you know, and then just kind of also knowing like how people play, mm-hmm. you know, being able to write for people, you know, almost like where it was like, hey, I want to do this and I need, you know, rock, you know, play your guitar like this or, you know, you know, I'm looking for this kind of a, a bass, bass line or drum line kind of a thing. And then there's some songs that are just, just kind of came from us just jamming together, you know, and just, yeah. uh, it was like a, you know, being a real band and doing the real band thing, uh, you know, ultimately same-sex marries you know Svet and i but we don't want to be the you know we want to use the most that we can of everybody including yeah. ourselves and yeah with sex cells i really noticed um well it's got like a pretty good laid-back sound you know it's kind of got like as you said garage rock mm-hmm. there's uh quite a bit of psychedelia in there mm-hmm. and just um you know it, it doesn't sound um too uh ambitious but then you guys like you can hear the quality of the music um uh where it sounds like you guys are using the old instrumentation and yeah guys are actually maintaining the old instrumentation you know there's so many bands they 
buy old gear because they think they'll sound like the Stones, and then they just sound like crap. <laughs> and it sounds like you guys really had uh, an attention to uh, a quality recording, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we recorded at this place called Wave Lab Studio. Yeah. Um, and it's out in Tucson. It's a, it's a great studio. I mean, the the room is incredible. Um, the the gear they have is just you know it's out of this world. They've got so much gear. And that's really the fun part. I mean, they've got an entire wall that's just synthesizers, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, we barely get to use, you know, we don't barely even get to touch them with the stuff that we do, but I still love going out there. You know, they've got timpanis, they've got, you know, anything that you could want to use, you know, at your fingertips. Plus we get to record to two inch tape. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. and we get to do it live, which, you know, for our, for our kind of sound, like recording live works best. Yeah, tracking live mm-hmm. and making sure everything just sounds, you know, that it's there. It's like, it's it's honest, you know, and I feel like that comes through. Yeah, and are, are you guys kind of in different rooms, or are you guys kind of all bleeding over each um, other's tracks? Well, or Each amp is isolated. Um, okay. And then, uh, but everybody, so there's the drums, right, like, it's one big room, and then everybody's set up in that room, except for me, because they have, a like, an ISO chamber that basically has, like, a big glass sliding wall. Um, that you go into, um, and so I would play guitar in there and sing, so that I could maybe, you know, use, uh, you know, even scratch vocals on, on some of the songs, uh, which is pretty cool, like, just to, I mean, most of it's just, you know, there's a lot of money saving in it, you know, and you can do everything yeah. live, but also, I just feel like it gives a, a real, you know, feel, but, yeah, so there's not too much bleed, there's obviously some bleed, like, when you've got a piano and drums in the same room set up being mic, there's definitely bleed, but that adds to the tone. That adds to the that adds to the sound, you know. And mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I'm not. Uh, I don't. I don't think being a perfectionist when it comes to music and production and stuff like that, I feel like can be almost more of a of a curse than a blessing, you know. Where definitely, definitely. Look yeah. how long. Look how long it took, you know, for the the new B Master album to. Well, not that that that's a curse. But <laughs> no, it sounds, it sounds amazing. Yeah, it it's sounds so like auto tune shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you know, that I know that just like in the conversation I had, you know, I had with Brian because we had we have some there's some doubts about the the next album on like oh could well we, there's always doubts everyone's yeah. gonna have doubts could and, we spent more time with it and Brian's like I spent six years and I'm not happy you know yeah everybody will say that you know like that they're not happy with with what they did. And meanwhile, everybody else loves it. And so I've kind of come, you know, to the realization. Come that, to terms. Yeah, that like expecting too much of yourself is always a, a losing, you know, a losing gamble if you're just, if it needs to be perfect because nothing's ever going to Well, and also yeah. back to that thing that these are children, you know, like what are we going to like scold our children for not being perfect? Yeah. You know, they are what they are mm-hmm. and we created them. So... Okay, I'm gonna stop talking about children. <laughs> Scott loves the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so, not. I'm not. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess uh, so. You guys have the domestic partnership. Mm-hmm. We, uh, and, and I guess people don't really seem to get married too much anymore. Do you guys ever discuss that? Or are you guys kind of not really? We we can't afford to get married. Yeah, yeah. that's the truth. We can't uh, afford to pay our student loans i don't know <laughs> yeah what, what was your majors or uh i i was I have a degree in botany and a minor in chemistry oh wow yeah cool. <laughs> uh deaf studies 
bits of sign language, deaf culture, deaf history. Yeah. So um, we're not doing anything with our degrees. <laughs> involving it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and we're both musicians. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I was an accounting major. I have an accounting job, and it still feels like it doesn't really involve much of what I learned in college. Mm-hmm. So, you know. But, uh, well, I, I, I wanted to go straight to grad school and, and, and I wanted to do research eventually, hopefully, um, maybe teach, but, um, felt like now's the time to be a rock star, you know? Yeah. I can always go to grad school later. They like it when you're more seasoned and like sure of why you're there, you know? So, like, I was like, wanted to be like gung ho and like be young and be like, you know, this. Star, scientist star botanist <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah i don't know i guess i you know being an artist and you know like that was more important to do right now so yeah yeah cool so um you guys want to cover any like last minute like promotions for the block party any like Sunday, 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 or anything like that. Like it's gonna be a party. Saturday, just, Saturday, Saturday, yeah, May sixteenth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, gonna. We're yeah, we'll get you a bumper. Stream. Yeah. No, we're definitely. It, it's starting a little later this year because it's always been so hot. Like we normally start at noon, but starting at four. Um, there's some you know really good bands. Um, you know, it's it's. We're trying to make it like a lot more like ambiance. Um, we're gonna have like lights and um, I don't know. We you know every year we just it's an investment and we're building it into something. And there oh hot dog eating contest. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. that's always fun. Beer drinking contest. There's yeah. a pull up competition. Um, I guess this year that we're doing a a giant beer pong tournament because cool. we have all this space. So. Um, if you, if anybody's interested in, in renting vendor space or wants to re- uh, register for, for any of the, um, tournaments or whatever, you can email, uh, the Dillinger group at Gmail. Um, so yeah, it's free all ages. That's pretty yeah, cool. All ages, all ages event. All ages event. All, we love the all ages. And there's, there's all <laughs> people will be drinking alcohol and there'll be all ages yeah. and there'll be bands <laughs> and music and. Yeah shit you just can't do in vegas yeah yeah you know? cool should we i'm gonna stop yeah are we good yeah we're yeah, good. good we're good are you sure 